Imagine this. A man is standing in a room full of powerful, influential people. There's a large screen behind him and he's been given a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to pitch his ideas. He opens his mouth to speak but nothing comes out. His throat is dry and his knees are suddenly weak. Everyone is staring at him. His boss checks the time while everyone else is waiting for him to captivate them with his brilliant ideas. He finally begins to speak but he's stumbling over sentences he has rehearsed a thousand times. He starts overthinking about how the people in the room are judging him. He loses track of his speech and fails to make all the important points he wanted to make. He stutters through the end of his presentation with his self-esteem crushed. With his head down, he leaves and goes back to his office. He begins to replay the awkward moment over and over again in his mind. To make matters worse, the people in the room are now cheering and applauding a junior colleague who just finished his presentation. He is disappointed and frustrated in himself because he knows he could have done a much better job. His anxiety had successfully ruined what should have been a proud and exhilarating moment of his career. Anxiety is deeply rooted in our need to protect ourselves. It is a mechanism known as fight or flight, and this mechanism helped our ancestors protect themselves from danger such as wild animals. It kept them alive by activating the fight or flight to prepare them to fight or run away for their dear lives. The same mechanism is still in place today in our brains. Without anxiety, humans would not have survived. But these days, the fight or flight activation of anxiety is usually a false alarm because we no longer have life-threatening danger like wild animals chasing us. So we experience anxiety for little things like having a first date or being late to an appointment. And even though we are not in actual danger, our brains are still preparing us for life-threatening danger. So when we experience anxiety, there's much less at stake than a wild beast chasing us. But our nervous system does not differentiate. This is why the danger feels more life-threatening than what is actually happening. It's as if your mind starts generating a lot of what-if scenarios and worst-case scenarios. These thoughts and worries can consume your attention and make it challenging to focus on other things. Other times, it's like you know there's something wrong, but you just don't know what. It can feel overwhelming and make you feel stressed or fearful, even in situations where others may not feel the same level of concern. And this is because we each have different triggers for anxiety. You might feel anxious about speaking up in class, making new friends, or facing social situations. Others might have financial or health-related triggers, so they feel anxious about their money or their health. According to Healthline, anxiety is your body's natural response to stress. It's a feeling of fear or apprehension of what's to come. For me, anxiety started being a serious problem when I was a child and couldn't understand my strong emotions. I was a highly sensitive child and my feelings overwhelmed me. School was basically a nightmare with noise and kids everywhere. My anxiety was intense. It felt almost like some kind of existential dread. I was extremely uncomfortable in my own body. Why I felt that way, I still don't know. Maybe my little brain thought I was being chased by a pack of wolves. As I grew older, I began focusing more on how to feel better. I started putting more labels on my complex emotions. So I'd know immediately if I was feeling discontent or delighted or humiliated or anxious. 
and not just happy or sad. But anxiety is one emotion nobody can escape from. So we need to pay attention to our body signals when we are feeling anxious so that we can differentiate anxiety from other emotions. Anxiety is one emotion that manifests in both our minds and our bodies. In our bodies, it manifests as rapid heartbeats, shortness of breath, muscle tension, trembling, sweating, headaches, and stomach aches. Although anxiety is a very natural feeling, we need to find ways to overcome it because anxiety can sabotage your growth, decrease your well-being, and reduce the quality of your life. I discovered some highly effective techniques to overcome anxiety and I have taken advantage of these techniques over and over again. But before I share these techniques, let me just say that if you're having full-blown panic attacks, then I suggest you see a professional healthcare provider who will work with you to provide therapy, a diet plan, and an exercise regimen specifically tailored to your needs. These techniques are meant to provide relief from the everyday anxiety we all feel due to the stress of living a modern life. These techniques will help you remain calm and grounded at any given moment. And it's especially helpful if you have a big presentation or a very important event where you need to show up and perform in some way. So this is going to help you give your best shot. First thing you can do is listen to relaxing ambient sounds. Music specifically created to help ease anxiety. And there are different kinds of sounds to choose from. There's white noise and sounds of nature like rain sounds, waterfalls, or bird sounds. These sounds work by lowering the heart rate, blood pressure, and levels of cortisol, the stress hormone. Now, taking a walk in nature is ideal for easing anxiety, but this is convenient if you just need a quick moment to calm down, ground yourself, and recenter yourself to perform. And the good news is it's free and widely available everywhere online. Now to the main technique. The first is box breathing. The practice of controlled breathing has been recognized for its calming and sanctioning effects on the mind and body. It reduces stress, anxiety, and promotes relaxation. Box breathing specifically gained popularity in recent years due to its use in various law enforcement and tactical training programs as a technique to manage stress and regulate emotions during high-pressure situations. Box breathing has since found its way into mainstream wellness practices and is recommended by many therapists and mindfulness and meditation experts. And it's really simple to do. You inhale for four seconds, hold your breath for four seconds, exhale for four seconds, hold for four seconds, and the cycle repeats. So let's try this now. Make sure you are seated comfortably upright or lying down face up. Gently close your eyes or keep them partially open because you want to keep the focus on yourself and not on the distractions around you. With your attention in the present moment, deeply inhale. Hold. Exhale. Hold, inhale, hold, exhale, 
I feel so much lighter already. We can do this anytime for instant relief. The next technique is the butterfly tap. This technique was developed by Lucina Artigas in 1998 during her work with the survivors of Hurricane Pauline in Mexico to help them recover from the traumatic experience. The butterfly tap, also known as the butterfly hug, is a way to comfort yourself and feel better. You can do it anywhere in your room or at school or even at a quiet corner when you need a moment to yourself. This is how it's done. In the same position, cross your forearms in front of your chest to make a large X. Now with your palms facing you, cross your thumbs to form butterfly wings with your hands. Place your palms on your chest with your thumbs still interlocked. Your middle finger should be touching your collarbones. Now start tapping your chest like the wings of a butterfly. You can choose any pace that's comfortable for you. Now let's try it with the box breathing. Inhale. Hold. Exhale. Hold. Inhale, hold, exhale, hold, inhale, Hold. Exhale. Hold. Inhale. Final round. Hold. Exhale. Hold. Take a deep breath now. Let your worries float away like bubbles. And know that everything will be alright. We are strong, we are loved, and we are destined for greatness. Now to the challenge of the week. Find your anxiety triggers. Pay a bit more attention to your emotions and find out what puts you on edge and what makes you feel uneasy. Those are your personal triggers. Also, pick any of the relaxation techniques. It could be one or two or any of them that you resonate with. We're going to incorporate that into our feel-good routine. If you don't know what I'm talking about, then check out the episode on self-care. Link will be in the description box below. Oh hey, I still feel so good. Let me know if the techniques work for you in the comments. See you next week. Mwah.